welcome to the Science Fiction Rating System. I am your host for today, returning to the hot seat, so uh, wonderfully filled by Alex last week. Thank you. Uh, my name's Sam Draper, and this is the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. This week we're previewing three films with an interesting twist, but first of all, let me introduce my co-hosts, Alex Humphrey. Hello. And Chris Redding. Bonjour. How are we both this evening? Pretty good. Good. Got a beer. I was let, let the listener behind the curtain a bit. We were off a bumper Star Trek session before this. Yeah. Um, so our podcasting's. I'm trekked out. We're yeah. trekked out. But um, <clears throat> I luckily. I the last Discovery last night, so I'm fully trekked out. Well, yeah, you, oh, right. you said it was good. Do you want to, uh, do you want to little talk about that before we get into things? No, well, I'll just spoil it. The Go Enterprise turns up right at the end. Ooh. So we see the Enterprise. Wow. With Pike on board. Mm. We don't see inside and we don't see the crew, but we see the outside of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Imagine how long if in... the crew were all Ewoks or something like that? <laughs> like, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. And then it just goes, <coughs> Disney bought us three years ago. We've been yeah. keeping it secret. <laughs> Iron Man's there. Yeah. How long until the next series? Is it now a year break or is it like a quick break yeah, again? Probably. Yeah. I think it's the end of, end of the year, isn't it? Yeah. I think I read it's this. it's 2018, I think, but. Other end twenty. It'll be the same as this on. They'll have a break over Christmas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But overall, you're happy with the series. It kind of. It's obvious that they were still writing and making the last ones when the first ones came out. Well, right. they were, and because there was a couple of episodes in the middle, which was very much like like Star Trek should be. And then I don't like the long. I don't like the longer uh, storylines. I can't take them. They. Mm. I don't know why people think that's. It's not as difficult as if you watch like Voyager where there's a story every episode and they have to sort of tell it in an hour. Mm. That, it, to me, is more difficult and more entertaining. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't yeah, know, I disagree. You can eke something out over ages and ages, can't you? Mm. If you To get one hour of, of good in... content is, is quite hard. They did cover so much ground, though, in this series. I mean, they did, they, you know, so... That's why DS9 is the best, because it had a long story and uh, yeah. lots of uh, singular stories as well. Oh, anyway, that's another <laughs> podcast. Uh, let's get back on track. We had enough Trek. Can't cope any more Trek for now. transporter accident. <laughs> wow, it's harsh. <laughs> that's really harsh. The one from Motion Picture, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh. No, the one from that Power Gen advert. from Voyager, where they, two characters got combined. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that was mental. Right, well, um, let's move on to this week's show. So, uh, we've got a first, our first guest list, um, which have come from director Daniel Fitzsimmons. Oh, I Simmons, thought he was sorry. actually going to be on it. I thought we were going to talk to him. Sadly no. not, no. He sent no. it all in. He sent, he's, I mean, he's, he's on board. He knows what he's doing. We haven't tricked yeah, him. He's aware. <laughs> he's aware yeah. of the existence of this. Yeah. You know, he's I, yeah. he's, okay. he's so very happy good, to be involved. I was, I was worried for my job. I'm no. all right now. <laughs> right let me let me explain who he is. so daniel, Hi, daniel. Fitz, how's it going daniel fitzsimmons who uh is a uh, young filmmaker who has a film coming out called native uh starring rupert graves oh. and uh i've forgotten her name sorry ellie kendrick uh, and apparently rupert graves is very good in this that's what i was when i was reading about isn't this. he's getting a lot of uh oh go on sorry go on i was gonna say isn't pollyanna mackintosh in it as well Probably. I mean, I like, those two yeah, names come to me. I, I like her. Like. I think, I'm pretty sure she was, when I saw the thing, she was in it. I, I think she's really good. Um, anyway, right. carry on. Um, so, yeah, I'll just 
might as well plug it a little bit as he's being nice enough to give us three films. So I'll just mm-hmm. give you a little synopsis of, uh, of Native. Um, a signal from the other side of the universe is received by a hive-like society. Two scientists, Kane and Eva, are chosen to leave their home planet and journey many light years to find and colonise a distant world that sent this transmission. As their telepathic connection to home weakens, they begin to question the morality of the mission and the very meaning of their own existence in the isolation of deep space. Sounds good. Does so from that synopsis, yeah, um, yeah, it sounds quite interesting. It's out. It's out mm. soon, isn't it? I believe I've not got the release date. Twenty third, maybe of Feb. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm yes. just saying that. that. That sounds right to me. Um, so yeah. Check it out. But also, Daniel has been kind enough to let us know three films, three of his favourites that have influenced that film. I think that synopsis will tie into these three films as we go on, definitely. And uh, he's given us a little blurb about each one. So I guess, shall I shall I read his bit first and then we'll watch the trailer yes. and then discuss it with yes. us? Yeah? yeah, go for it. Cool. So his, we'll go back in, back in time chronologically. So his first choice of film is Arrival. Which I know, Chris, you've seen Arrival, haven't you? Because you spoiled yes. it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Alex, have you seen it yet? Or no, I, I haven't. I've just had the spoiler from uh, Chris, which I've thankfully forgotten. <laughs> so please don't do Good. it again. So well, yeah. I can't believe how I, I can't think I... Uh, yeah. That was uh, when so, we were naive back in the day when yes, we just spoiled early things over, over nothing. Yeah, directed by uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Music, a fantastic soundtrack by Johan Johansson, who sadly died this weekend. Uh, um, he's only 48. Hmm. But yeah, um, if you want to hear some good soundtrack music, get this or his album uh, IBM fourteen oh one, which is incredible. But that's by the by, he's dead, and it's, it's a sad thing. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so what's uh, Daniel got to say about this? He says he saw Arrival after Native was completed. Sounds to me like he's uh, making sure no one uh, <laughs> accuses him of <laughs> yes. Arrival there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but its existence and sub- subsequent success gives me heart that such ambitious and poetic sci-fi has a place in mainstream cinema. I think Dennis Villeneuve is the best storyteller director movies today, and Amy Adams is wonderful and heartbreaking. I love the simplicity of the design of the film, the story's dissection of language and time, and the delicacy of which the film reveals its truth. I was like reading ahead there to, to check for spoilers, but there's nothing there. So, yeah, yeah. right, so yeah, let's watch, let's watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. Yes. I'm Colonel GT Webber from the Intelligence. Pack your bags. You're at the top of everyone's list when it comes to translations. Priority one. What do they want? Where are they from? You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him when you're in the show. That's what they call him, the UFO. That trailer is trying very hard to make that film something it's not. Oh, okay. Mm. Is, it a, is it a bit like the Blade Runner um, yeah, yeah. one where it makes it way more exciting because it's yeah, worried people yeah. won't go and see it? Okay, well, that's no, good. I, that, I thought it looked good, though. I, I, I don't also, think I've even seen that trailer at all. Yeah, I I remember quite enjoying it. I mean, we've broken our rule here, haven't we, about not doing films released in the last five years, but never mind. But that's okay. It's a special occasion, as it were. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, It's okay. So yeah, looking forward to watching it again anyway. Mm. Yeah, Alex, hopefully you'll like it. Yeah, no, I think it looked like uh, Close Encounters, but kind of a modern Close Encounters, basically. Hmm. Is that fair in a weird way? Chris, am I right in saying that trailer, it isn't, the trailer's not much like the film that we, that it is, is it really? Yeah, there's, there are, differences in like but i think mainly because the film is focuses on like working out communication yeah 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 i would love to watch like a four-hour version of them just doing the language stuff to be honest but yeah, I'm a bit yeah. Sad like I, I still think they <laughs> mock that up compared to what the short story was 
Yeah. But we'll go into that. We'll get to that next time. Right. Good one. Um, good first choice. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, good. Yeah. So, talking of uh, books to films, our second choice is Solaris. The, it's the 2002 Soderbergh version. Yes. Um, have we all seen this? Yes. Uh, yeah, the Clooney. Clooney, yeah. 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 Yes, the Clooney one. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone read the book? No. No. The book is short. I don't read books. The, don't b- read the, books. the book <laughs> is so good. The book is worth I've reading. Seen the, uh, I've seen the Russian, the original Russian. Film. Yes, the Tarkovsky one. So, yeah. um, I've read the original Russian book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you win. You win that one. Yeah. I win this. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but honestly, you could go and read that book. If you listen at home, that book is fantastic. And, and I think it would be better to watch it before seeing the film as well, because, oh, yeah, okay. anyway. Um, anyway, so uh, Daniel says about this one, he also likes the Tarkovsky one, which um, uh, you've seen, Alex. But he says he uh, chose this one because, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he wants to emulate in native his film mm-hmm. by uh, Daniel Fitzsimmons, he wanted to emulate the use of abstract to join characters in their own heads. The 1972 version is a mood movie. Sorry, is as much a mood as a movie, and I love that. But I believe Soderbergh said that he wanted to stay close to Lem's novel, he did, and I mm-hmm. think that's why I prefer it. Mm. Um, for a modern science fiction movie to focus on characters rather than effects, to cut at a considered pace that becomes hypnotic, and to embrace the claustrophobia of the spacecraft is commendably brave. Mm. Especially... In 2002, and this was made um, with the budget and as actors, I think. Uh, grief, obsession, and the unreliability of memory are themes that run through a lot of what I do. Not me, this is Daniel speaking. Mm. Although grief, obsession, and the unreliability <laughs> of memory could they apply are, as much that, to my life, really. That's <laughs> a lot of what you do. Yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel doesn't exist, I wrote this. The canvas the actors are given in Solaris allows them to fully explore these themes and communicate honest human vulnerability. The effect is powerful. Well, let's see for ourselves if the effect is powerful with the trailer okay. of Solaris. Yeah. Keep putting this off. 15 or 20 years, I'm just going to stop asking. You know, you were with the right man. Your wife. She's dead. She's dead. How did you get here? I love you so much. Oh, that is such a weird trailer. It's odd. I guess like Solaris, I mean, Steven Soderbergh and Clooney were both our Ocean's Eleven at that time, so mm. they aiming for that market maybe. Yeah, I don't know. that's a very odd trailer. That's not like I remember the film. Again, this is a, maybe this is, this is marketing for you, you know. I guess this is the problem with marketing cerebral films, isn't it? You can't really mm. do it without scaring off your audience. So. No, that's true. Also, I think marketing was a slightly different back in 2002. <laughs> yes. Than Looks it like is it now. It's funny how watching these trailers... That's the thing that seems to date more than anything, isn't it? Like the art of trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Right. One more film. Uh, This is The Man Who Fell to Earth. Star Trek National (laughs) Power Power Gen. (laughs) Star Trek Fire, The Final Frontier. Uh, No. It's uh, Nicholas uh, Nicholas Rogue. I don't know how you say that. Nicholas Rogue film, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Rogue. Uh, I think it's Rogue. Is it Rogue? I thought it was Rogue. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Starring David Bowie, uh, a film that I have not actually seen. Have you seen this, Alex? Or no, Chris? no, I've not seen this. Um, I think I've tried to watch it a couple of times, but never really got into it. Anyway, so uh, a man who has seen it is Daniel is Fitzsimmons. Bowie? Is it Bowie or Bowie? I think it's, it's Bowie. It's Bowie. Oh, for God's sake! 
I mean, it is, Bowie. it is Bowie. It is Bowie, yeah. I think he said it was Bowie, though. No, right? he says Bowie. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Because why would his like daughter be called Zoe? If, if his daughter's called Zoe, so she wouldn't be called Zowie Bowie, would she? She's Zoe Bowie. She's Zoe Bowie. No, because that wouldn't work, would it? She's not going to be Zoe Bowie. Well, the, why else would you call her Zoe? Like, you're going to call her Zoe Bowie. Cause you... You'd call her Barry Bowie. Yeah, or ba- yeah, ba- Barry Bowie. <laughs> Howie, no, Howie Bowie. Howie Bowie. Howie Bowie. Howie Bowie or Zoe Bowie, yeah. She's not called Howie Bowie. Her name's Zoe Bowie, Jesus. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is meant to be the serious episode. Got serious films here. <laughs> no, it's not. We open beers on this one. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true, true, actually. Yeah, uh, we haven't had a quiz, have we? No, we're going to do news. Yeah, that was the gonna... quiz. How to pronounce his name? Yeah, we've got this. Daniel's given us the extra content this week, so we won't yeah. talk about it. Anyway, what did uh, you say who... about Man Who Fell to Earth? Uh, by the way, he's been nominated in the Best Director category at Bogota Film Festival. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, picked up quite a few. Uh, uh, it's Bogota, isn't it? Things. Oh, Bogota, like uh, yeah. In, uh, in uh, it, it was where, what country is that? Uh, Brazil, Argentina, Peru. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, I've got no idea. Geography is not my strong it's the suit. Capital of Colombia. That was close. <laughs> right, right continent. You said every other country. <laughs> <laughs> Have we lost Alex? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, he's just he's just too offended. To <laughs> I just you know, I was reading which which places they have been nominated for. It's been nominated in quite yeah, a few places. I've got a list. Do you want to read yeah. the list for you? Uh, so yeah, best film at the that place. Um, at Cinefest Miskolk. Never heard of it. Native was nominated for the International Ecumenical Award. Neil Atkinson and Daniel Fitzsimmons nominated for the Accession Award for Screenwriting at the Eastern Film Festival. Baltic Fleet, that's not even the right film, so they're not going to get with that one. Uh, it picked up the Golden Trellick Award for Best Sci-Fi Film at the Portobello Film Festival. Were you there, Chris? It sounds like you're kind of jaunt. No. no Portobello no. Film Festival, no. no? Is that in Portobello Road, do you think? I, I presume so, I don't know. In London, it's... it says, so yeah. Oh, yeah, in London, yeah. No? No, okay. I no, sorry. You're not you don't you're not bumped shoulders with old uh, old old Danny boy. No, I haven't. No, no. no I'm going to check him out though. Mm. Yeah, good. Anyway, right. So the third film is the Manifold to Earth, starring David Bowie, uh, and Danny has this to say about this film. He has to say, in any list of favourites, I think a Nicholas Rogue or Rog film should be somewhere near the top. On the last day of filming Native, I was running through a scene. This is a bit lovey, this bit. I was running through a scene when <laughs> with Ellie when the subject to David Bowie in the Manifold to Earth came up. I found out she'd never seen it, so I bought the DVD the very next day. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Some people yeah, do lovey. do nice things, don't they? Because you mentioned because you mentioned an actress. It's a bit lovey, isn't it? This but... is my this is my life. You talking? <laughs> oh, about. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, so he did did a nice deed, and um, right, he was inspired to write Native by imagining Newton's journey to where he ends up at the start of the movie. Having not seen the movie, I don't know what he's talking about. I think but, that's uh, David I, Bowie's character in it. Yeah. Who falls to earth? The way yeah. he's—I'm not going to read the rest actually because it's a bit spoilery. But um, oh, okay. I might bring it up in the next show. Yeah, but yeah. he sold me on anyway. It's interesting. Yeah. You're going to put the watch... full write-ups of what he said on the notes. You can't beat the, it. I am, though, can you? Yeah. And I'm going to put the uh, the trailer on uh, a link. To, sorry, to the native trailer in the l- l- notes as well. So yeah. check that out and things. Yeah, let's watch the trailer for this one okay. with Bowie. Here we go, Bowie. Bowie. Are you the the first? The first one. Visitor? I've always been visited. Nothing you have seen or heard about David Bowie will prepare you for the impact of his first dramatic performance 
in the man who fell to earth. This is another dimension of David Bowie. David Bowie, phenomenon of our time. Wow. Do you think he wouldn't do it unless he could have that written on the uh, trailer? <laughs> I am. Um, I'm sure. I remember reading it, wow. that he was off the drugs for that film, but he looks absolutely fucking yeah. strung out, doesn't he? Maybe he went back on him for the film. Who knows? <laughs> that was an advert for him. Yeah. Though, wasn't it? Well, the voiceover is like really selling. They it, should have right? probably done something like that for the Solaris one with Clooney. George Clooney yeah. is that, in space. It should have been like that. If you like ER, you're going to yeah. love this. The hunkiest actor of Hollywood takes yeah. to the stratosphere. ER. And then he, he's got a Nespresso on his, his Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, what is it? Just because or something. Mm. He yeah. says. That just looks nuts. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with that. <laughs> I don't know. There's some bits there which reminded me of The Room. Yeah. Uh, out of context, it's hard to tell, isn't it? But yeah, it looks. Mm. Those, those cookies being thrown in the air was an interesting scene. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish we'd done the um, the science fiction trailer rating system because that would be number one, I think. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt, it's a fantastic trailer. It's a good trailer. <laughs> yeah. Right, brilliant. So thank you again to the director of Native. That's Native, the film coming from Thanks, Daniel, Daniel Fitzsimmons mm. uh, later this month. And so we're watching those three films and getting back to you next week with our opinions. Yeah. Quite an interesting week, really. Yeah. Different. Very different. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's everything, really, isn't it? A little... Uh, yeah. Anything else to say? No. How do people get in touch with us, Sam? How indeed? Have you still got the little list you wrote uh, down for last yeah, episode? I have. Yes, I have. So <laughs> Take it away. Sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Uh, Sciencefictionratingsystem.com is the website. We've had a bit of rebranding, thanks to Chris. We've gone very uh, 90s. I think it's inspired by Lost in Space, wasn't it? What do you mean very 90s? It's that, very, it's like that 80s, kind of 90s. I like it. It's sci-fi kind of... No? You didn't think so? I like yeah. it. It reminds me of the ident for like yeah. you remember when the Sci-Fi Channel first came around, like and yeah, they yeah, mm. brilliant. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Really? <laughs> this is negative. I'm just winding you up. Saying. I don't mean it. <laughs> uh, we're also. <laughs> you remember when Sky first came out? <laughs> we're also at SF Rating System on Twitter, on Instagram, Science Fiction Rating System. You can read it easier. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's good. I like it. I'm not, I just I wasn't taking you off. The I like piss. it. I was being. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on Facebook as well. Uh, you did say it's a bit nineties. At the best, yeah, a good no, thing. A good way. Uh, yeah, you know why that was? I can't because it I, we just watched Lost in Space. Yeah, that's exactly why. That's the one after that he did that. I was I'm behind Maybe it. Maybe we shouldn't have a branding based on having just watched Lost in Space. I'm fine with it. I think it's great. I like it. No, it's, it's good. The Sci-Fi Channel did did launch in 1992, so that would. That make sense. <laughs> oh, God, this is going to be the second thing we've done recently where you've, you've annoyed him right at the end. Okay, so next next time right there the might end. be another rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that alternative poster you've put up of the search for Spock. We might could do that style. Oh, there's our heads on it. Yeah. <laughs> you want that? We just do loads. Well, you're coming up, aren't you, in, in June? So we have to uh, we have, have a photo session. I was doing an old photo session, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, That's let's. <laughs> Let's leave it there. I'll bring and... my Star Trek uniform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yes, that's the end. We'll be back next week to review those three films, but for now, good night. Night. Bye. Bye. Bye.